friends thank you for being here today it's a beautiful time i know the time you're listening to this either it's your morning or it's your it's your noon time or it's your night anytime you're listening i'm proud and happy uh, that we're here together and that we are able to learn some basics of life that uh, will really help us to move forward and push into much positivity or building a better world and a better future for those that shall come behind us. Uh, today, uh, I want us to look at a, a very significant and critical issue that has affected most of our personal lives that sometimes has brought us down not to do what is basically right or something that is making us be who we are. Today, I want us to look at uh, the term blame game. I want us to look at the term blame game. We've all heard of this thing every time. You've had people quarreling, people exchanging words, people fighting, people not accepting mistakes, and they place the mistakes, some which they have done, unto others. And everybody, when they fail to do something that is right, they take that, instead of fighting it, facing the lion, they take it and put it on another person. This happens with government institutions or political class. Every time a president comes into leadership, they don't want to do something. They are there to blame the, the retired president. So blame games is something that has happened even in schools. Students who doesn't pass their exams, they blame their teachers for not doing best. So I want us to look at the term blame game and I think after this discussion, I hope each one of us will be able to have something at least to capture or to grab for a positive view on the play game. So that when we end this, uh, uh, this topic, we are able to understand the blame game is not part of us. It doesn't build positivity of a beautiful life or a beautiful world that we want to exist. Now, a friend called Wayne Dyer says some words on blame game and says all blame is a waste of time no matter how much fault you find with another it will not change you friends the time we spend in turning the table on others when things doesn't turn right is a waste of the time to make it right Blaming others will never change the result. Rising up and making it right will build the positivity of change. And Reese Witherspoon also says, When people get in your face and say, This will pass, you think, are they crazy? I'm never gonna feel any better than I feel right this minute and nothing is ever gonna make sense again. You see, a lot of people play this blame game. Blame, blame, blame. You know, it's a really easy thing to do. And I'm certainly guilty of it. Of course I am. It's easy to do blame games, you know. The easiest thing, it's easy to blame another person to say, this fault isn't mine, I don't own it, you own it. That is an, that's an easy thing to do. But look, you have to look at yourself and go. What part of this do I need to own? That what part of, of things that are not right are you able to own? Which part of this is my responsibility? 
and that's the painful work that you have to go through to hopefully get some real life knowledge out of it friends which part of the mistake is changeable and which one should you let go when a decision on the two then trust me you are well off to go when you make a decision on which part of the mistake is changeable and which one should you let go then you are able to go you are well off to go so you have to know this is my mistake fine I'm not going to place it on another person. This was my fault. I did it. I'm not going to have it hanged on another person. So you ask yourself, which part of this mistake can I change? And if I can't change it, which part of it can I let go? So you have to know, there are part of those mistakes. There are some mistakes you can let go. There are some mistakes you can let go. You have to change them. So you have to learn. When you make decisions on those two, then you're well off to go with mistakes. Robert Ray says, One of the things I tell my students is that if you want to understand what's been going on and also what needs to be done, you've got to get out of the blame game. Some people on the left want to blame the rich and the corporations. Of course, people, they don't want to take things personally. They, all, they blame it on the corporations and the rich, while some people on the right want to blame the poor and government. Either of these frames of references gets you nowhere and they aren't even truthful. You've got to understand the dynamic itself. So blaming the government or blaming the rich or blaming the corporations or blaming the poor doesn't make any change. In fact, it makes you stagnant like a water. You know, when water doesn't flow, it becomes stagnant and it stinks. People doesn't want to go close to that water. So when you take things, mistakes and put place them on people, you are not able to to move forward but all of us want to move forward so you have to take mistakes as personally as you honor them and check parts which you can change and check parts which you just have to let go friends as you travel through this short article which i'm saying here on blame game i hope you find the power to work on right things without blaming it on others or institutions no i may not know who you are in fact I can't even stand in a court of law to defend your legality. I'm not sure of your dreams or power. What I know is that you've got the, the reality, the power, and the act to do what is right. To accept mistakes of your own and work on them and make them real and, and, and build positivity out of them. Now, there are many paths in which we act blame games in. In many fields, there are so many, but I won't discuss all of them. So today I will only look at three. One is the part of relationships. Friends, relationships build human. It builds human in us. It makes us feel wanted. It makes us belong into a group of people. Because if you don't have relationships, either in a family or as friends or as lovers, then you are not, you're not Uh, physically able to uh, understand emotion things and know who you are so relationships are much more important because they build us and they bring us into people to know them and to build a future out of it so let us look at relationship and i will give you a story i want you to listen very keenly a boy was born to a couple after 11 years of marriage They were a loving couple and the boy was the gem of the eyes. For 11 years, this family had never given birth. 
So after 11 years of marriage, they gave birth to a, to a handsome, sorry, to a handsome boy that they loved so much. The boy was the, their eye. The boy was their bond. But there you know something, that there's no blood relationship between a mother and a wife. Sorry, between, between a husband and a wife. There's no relationship between the two people. The only thing that bonds a wife and a husband are children. Because the child has the blood of the mother and the child has the blood of the father. So it acts like a mediator. It's like a bridge. So the babies are bridge to the two parents, the mother and the father. So the baby bonds them together and unites the blood of a family. So this boy was uniting the blood of a family was bringing the mother and the dad together. They loved him so much because he was their eye. He was their hope. He was their future. He was their photocopy. <laughs> One day a child was 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 say asking mom. I my friend told me that I am a photocopy. I'm your photocopy. But mom How did I become your photocopy? You know? <laughs> and mom said, my son, when you grow up, you'll understand. You'll get your own copy. And you'll understand how this photocopy is coming. So we're saying a child is the photocopy of the mother and the dad. It's a bond. So this child, this boy, was the bond between this husband and the wife. When the boy was around two years, one morning, the husband saw a medicine bottle open. It was late for office so he asked his wife to cup the bottle and keep it in the cupboard his wife being preoccupied in the kitchen totally forgot the matter so a bottle was hanging and the husband saw the bottle he didn't remove it tells his wife babe kindly remove the bottle from there so that the baby doesn't have it but the wife being busy Like, you know, women are so busy sometimes. They're so much preoccupied with many things. She didn't even think about it. She didn't even think of going to take that bottle from there. You, you, you understand that? The boy saw the bottle and playfully went to the bottle, fascinated by its color, and drank it all. Oh, God. You know what the bottle was? It happened to be a poisonous medicine main, meant for adults in small dosages. When the child collapsed, the mother hurried him to the hospital where he died. Friends, he died. So painful. The mother was stunned. She was terrified how to face her husband. So the baby has died because the bottle was never removed from why it was removed. And the mother was devastated. She was terrified. She was crying and tears were shading her eyes. She was saying, what am I going to tell my husband? How am I going to explain this to him? What happened? My husband will ask, what did you do? What did you do to the baby? I told you to take out the bottle. Why did you do that? You let the baby drink from the bottle. Most husbands would do that. They would quarrel their wives on such occasions. So this wife was worried too. She was not just worried about the death of the baby. She was worried about the husband. But look, when the straught father came to the hospital and saw the dead child, he looked at his wife and uttered just five words. Which were these five words? The five words would be so rage, so harsh, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. They would be so, 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 so terrifying. Very dirty. 
So stunning, like I was feeling the pain of the husband too, but also feeling the pain of the wife. If you were the husband, what message would you have given your wife? But this is the message that the husband said, I am with you, darling. I am with you, darling. That is what the husband says. Look, the husband's totally unexpected reaction is a proactive behavior. When I say totally unexpected reaction, that reaction is not expected from many people. The reaction expected from most people under the mindset we are is to blame the wife and, 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 and maybe sign a divorce letter or maybe like cause a fight. If the woman was from an African land, she would have been beaten thoroughly beaten and beaten and beaten and when she was the woman is from the western lands maybe she would have been divorced so this I'm saying it was totally unexpected reaction because that is not what most people would have done but the child is dead look let's let's analyze this the child is dead he can never be brought back to life there's no point in finding fault with the mother Besides, if only had taken time to keep the bottles away, this would have not happened. You know, we, when we look at mistakes deeply, sometimes the mistakes we put on other people and blame them for it. Sometimes we own those mistakes. Look at it at a broader perspective. Why did the husband not remove the bottle? Is it the, 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 the duty of the wife to be removing the bottles? Or, or is it the duty of the wife to always take care of the child? Is, do we have to say the child is only belongs to the wife? No, the child also belongs to the husband. Taking a bottle out of the shelf was only taking was only taking like more than not more than one minute. What was it going to do him if he, if if he had taken that bottle away from there? But he thought it's the duty of his wife to do that, and so the boy died. So it was not the mistake of the wife alone. That mistake also was to be laid on the husband. And the husband understood that. That even if I have to call my wife, I have to understand that these mistakes also lies within me. Now, no one is to be blamed. She had also lost her only child. Even if who would want a child to die. So the husband had no time to blame her wife. Because the wife had also lost her child. What she needed at the moment was consolation and sympathy from the husband. That is what he gave her. Friends, we must understand all these mistakes. We must understand the basicality of blaming people. We must understand the weight of accepting reality of a mistake done and acting with a proactive measures and coming up with absolute actions that doesn't that doesn't cause heart injury to every kind of recipient so that you don't just point your your finger on people as you point your finger on them you must know these other three fingers pointing back at you so as the husband was pointing two fingers at the wife he knew so well that there are three fingers that were pointing at him that says, look, you are also to remove the bottle. So as you point people for mistakes, you must understand there are three fingers pointing at you and saying, even though you blame them, there's part of you that didn't do right. 
If everyone can look at life with this kind of perspective, there will be much fewer problems in the world. Most of problems in this world are caused because most of us doesn't accept mistakes that we have done. Today, I'm looking at our government, the one we are busy, busy complaining on that the, the government that had gone. They don't want to make steps. They are stagnant, blaming government that had gone. That the government that had gone spent a lot of money and they had a lot of loan. But there are still solutions. Only if we overshadow the mistakes done by people and do the right thing and move forward. That is it. You have to understand that. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Take off all your envies, jealousy, forgiveness, selfishness, and fears, and you will find things are actually not as difficult as you think. Now, unless we learn to look at the bigger picture in life, no matter the occasions, when all factors are not kept constant and both pressure and temperature are relatively high, we can't make appropriate decisions. You know, we always think life, every time you wake up, life is going to have uh, a normal temperature and pressure. And so we are all entitled to work on a condition where pressure and temperature are at normal rate, at normal at room temperature, at room pressure. No, sometimes things are not going to be that way. Sometimes you're going to wake up when the temperature and the pressure are very high. And we ask you, what are you going to do? How are you going to make appropriate decisions? Are you able to make appropriate decisions when you are pushed into the wall? Or are you going to blame people? Look, we shall blame others, fine, when the room temperature and pressure gets high. And when we blame them, what happened? They will get hurt. But let me tell you the most paining part. You'll get more hurt. You'll get more hurt. Why? Because they will too play the ego game. When you blame people, they will not accept. They are mistakes. So they will be playing the ego game. It's not my problem. Everybody will be saying, it's not my problem. It's not my problem. Everyone will be saying it's not their problem. And as they play the ego game, you'll be hurting more than they are hurting. And the most worst, the, 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 the more worst part of it is you'll never ever find a solution. So when you blame people, they will get hurt. But they will play their ego game. As they play the ego game, you will get more hurt. All the only thing is to do is to find the solutions to those problems. Accept, man yourself up and accept those mistakes and solve them. You know, sometimes you need to embrace others. <laughs> you need to embrace others, even if it was their mistake. And tell them, it was never your fault. Don't beat yourself to it. We are going to make it right again. Yes. How many of you can do that? That even if it's their mistake, you still console them and go to them and tell them, look, listen, friend, this is not your fault. Don't beat yourself to it. We are going to do it again. Sometimes there are people that have done mistakes and they have reached the point of what they can do is to commit suicide and die. They just need someone to tell them it's not your mistake. They don't need someone to point at them, two fingers at them. It is your mistake. And this cannot happen because you did it. When you do that to them, they 
finish their lives they feel they don't exist they feel they are not loved and they can't move forward and they can't do something right again and all you have to do is to comfort them tell them you are going to make it right with such spirit friends you can save your relationships and even your marriages in a marriage in a family you don't have to always be blaming the husband you don't have to always be blaming the wife sometimes you just have to tell your wife and tell him honey it's not your mistake don't beat yourself to it but when you finger point at them and they feel weak they get destroyed uh, there, there, there's a story i've heard of some time some couple time a young man called his mother and excitedly announced that he had just met the woman of his dreams <laughs> that is very interesting you know Now people it's a beautiful thing to get people of your dreams either a man or a wife a man or a, or a, or a lady it, it makes your heart feel smooth around <laughs> how people's hearts feel smooth but it makes your heart feel something you know somebody say there are people that are very hard to advise in this world <laughs> one is a man in love you hardly advise a man in love and if you tell them no that is not your right person <laughs> they would say it's true they would just think you're crazy that's a man in love it's so sweet to find that passion of love uh, that beauty oh, everything so this this guy who found a woman of his dreams so when he had told his mom his mom said why don't you send her flowers and invite her to your apartment for a home cooked meal <laughs> you know that statement is very pregnant <laughs> you know pregnant statement it's almost it's almost exploding pregnant statement that statement was very pregnant but the boy didn't see the pregnancy in this <laughs> The point in the pregnancy is that statement but I can see the pregnancy in it and I hope you can see the pregnancy in that statement the statement was why don't you send her flowers one the sending of flowers and two inviting the woman is not inviting the woman to the mother's apartment is inviting the woman to her own apartment and it's not just inviting the woman is inviting the woman for a cooked meal <laughs> the question is who was going to cook this meal Because I cooked a meal fine. In his apartment, it's the first date, but who was going to make the meal? The mother is trying to say, you don't have to break her into my house so I cook you food. <laughs> you have to take her to your room, to your chambers, for a cooked meal. And the mother did say, for a meal you buy from the hotel. The mother was specific, cooked meal from the man's chambers. Now, The day after the big date, of course it was a big date, his mother called to see how things had gone. You know mothers are funny. So after the date he called the son and said, "Oh." The son said, "Mom, the evening was a complete disaster." <laughs> the evening was a complete disaster. The mother expected a, a different thing. But the boy would come and say, "Mommy, that date was the best. I had a lot of things we enjoyed. It was beautiful." But look at the what the guy says. The day the the, the 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 evening was a complete disaster. He replied, "It was horrible." He did not just say a disaster. He said it was horrible. <laughs> Even out of the word it was horrible. Friends, 
the mother asked why the mother's asking but why was it horrible <laughs> and the guy said uh, she continued didn't she come didn't she come over so the mother thought like maybe the date was horrible because the lady didn't come or maybe the lady didn't come i don't know or let's see the guy said yes ma'am she came over but listen to this last part the boy said but Oh guys, you know what I want to say, isn't it? <laughs> yes, the lady came over, which is fine. The mother is relieved, says, "Oh, oh fine. The lady came." So what could be worse than the lady what could be worse than the lady coming? What would be worse? If the lady didn't come, the mother would say, "Oh, that was bad." But yet the lady came. The guy still saying the date was horrible. The mother is wondering, what's wrong with you? What was worse now? If 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 she came, what could be worse than she not coming? The guy said, "Mom, but <laughs> she refused to cook." <laughs> that is that is crazy. So the guy is saying the date was horrible. Not that the lady didn't come, but the date was horrible because the lady came but she didn't cook <laughs> crazy isn't it this is a gentleman my concern i know your concern is as you're listening maybe that the lady didn't cook that's not my concern my concern is not if the lady could not cook my worry is this why is the guy blaming her for a wrong and a date why why the lady why would he take all blames and place on the woman And then when I played her part, she came. But why is he saying the date was horrible? You look, it's completely absurd to believe that it was the lady's duty to make the meal. That is absurd. In fact, to my understanding, that being the first date in the man's house, he was to make the meal. That is it. You don't expect a guy, a lady to come to you up. your chambers the first day she doesn't know where the 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 the, the gas cooker is or or where the stove is i know what use for cooking she doesn't know anything about your house that's the first time she's ever coming to that house you expect her to cook that is crazy so the guy is saying mom the date was horrible because the lady did not cook and 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 who said the mother said the lady was to cook The mother said, let her come for a cooked meal. Whoever was to cook was not a problem. Any one of them was to cook. Either the guy was to cook or the lady was. But according to me, I think it was the guy to cook for the lady. So the lady was still still learning about uh, this guy's chambers. When you set your mind that things must be done in some way, then you'll blame others when the order is changed. There's just a mythical belief that things should be done this way. That if they're not done this way, then there's a problem. That all you, 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 you tell people is something should be done like this and something should be done like this. And when it's not done like that, then there is someone to be blamed for it. Traditionally, the African law requires a man to stay off the kitchen. That is an African law. We're not really, we're not defying it. But I want to say something. Ethically and logically, even men should be in that kitchen. Do men not eat? They eat. We eat more than the women. <laughs> but, but we say 
That's the duty of that woman to cook that meal and bring on the table when we have magazines on our hand and place our legs on the table waiting for it. Who said so? That's so absurd. It's not real. It's a myth. Logically and ethically, we all must be in that. What if your woman is pregnant? <laughs> you don't have a maid. Will you go look for your sister who is married at her husband's home to come and cook you food? No, sometimes we just have to think and get little things out of blames. Small things break families. Like things like that, just a small inch of a word would break the entire home. Just telling your wife, you have to cook me food even if she's pregnant and almost delivering, is like causing a mayhem and war in that home. It's not a weakness. It's a marriage relationship strength for a husband to make meals in the in the compound. <laughs> let, let me give you a story. Uh, I just this one a story. It's kind of a, a series I was watching. I was watching this series on uh, on Mr. Allowance show. Mr. Allowance show is a Nigerian show. I like it. <laughs> so there was this part where there's this guy. His wife called him Honim. <laughs> So one day, the wife came to him and told him, Honim, I, 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 I need money for food. I need money to go and buy food in the market. And the husband, being so furious and angry, said, I'm tired of giving money every time for you guys to be bringing food. I, I'm tired of this duty. And he said, maybe we need to change course. We need to change duties in this house. You know where the guy was heading to, isn't it? We need to change the duties of this house. Like, we just need to change it. Either I, will, I become the wife and you become the husband. <laughs> so I will be cooking, cleaning the babies and doing house chores. And you will be going, be giving me money to buy food and, and buying house materials. But that is what we believe that is the duty of a man to be buying household materials and the wife to be taking care of the house. So we're not having a, a wife, we're having a house help. <laughs> yeah, that is what we believe in. So this guy said, let me be a house help as you be a husband. So it's not going to be a wife, a house help. So, and I'm quoting that word house help. We, we've take, mythically believed that wives are our house helps. No. They're our partners. They're our helpers. Now, when this guy took this, when the guy took the responsibility of being a wife, <laughs> the, 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 the wife, the husband, I quote, decided to make her put an alarm for him on the bed for 5 a.m. in the morning to make meals for the children. The children are primary children and let her clean the house and do other chores rather courses. So when the alarm rang at 5 a.m. and the husband said, what's wrong with, what's wrong, what is that? I'm, I'm feeling some noise. And the husband wife, <laughs> the woman, who is the husband now, said, oh, Nim, it, it's time for you to go and make, prepare breakfast for the children. They're almost going to school. And the guy was furious and annoyed and and, and jumping and them and all those kind of things. And then he woke up after complaining and he asked uh, the girls, 
the guy, the girl and the boy, what do you want for your meal in school? Mm, they said, uh, Dad, today we want plantain. Plantain is the, is the bananas. Cooked one. <laughs> and, and, and eggs. He said, okay, let me give you money. You want to buy those plantain and eggs in school? He said, no, we don't want bought plantain. We want <laughs> prepared one that is cooked from home. You see, the, the guy was so annoyed. He went and brought the raw plantain and raw eggs and, and brought cooking fat and sufuria. I know you call it the the, the oven, and told the the, the 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 son and the daughter you can go and cook it in school. <laughs> that is crazy. He was he was feeling I, I can't just cook food in the morning for children. If you want to cook food, if you want cooked meals, go and cook it in school. Go and make it in school and cook it and eat it there. He was already complaining on day one. It's not rich day two. <laughs> on another day. He went to the shop, not even another day after one week or two. He went to the shop and he fainted, friend. He was tired. He fainted. He said, This no no no, this is very this duty of women is hard. I can't do it anymore. So he fainted. And, and, and the wife came and and told him, Honey, what's wrong? And he said, No, 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 gave me back my duty. <laughs> gave me back my, my duty. I, I, I can't do these things. They're hard. Friends, that is how hard it is. When you blame people, when they give you that which you blame them for, you can't even carry it. You can't. You know, we, 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 when I was a child, I used to say, not even when I was a child, I used to say recently, but I was to be born a woman. <laughs> like, we, we have a belief that women just wake up in the morning and put their legs they they, they, they they sweep the house and make meals and uh, take care of babies and, you know, just sit there and watch TVs. As women go to the field to work and do some work. That's what I thought. That is what we were born up we were born up seeing. In our African culture, that is what I was born seeing in my home. I only saw my mom making food. I saw my dad went to the lake to fish bring food yeah i knew this is the responsibility of a man but i realize there is no responsibility of a man there's no responsibility of a woman because if you are given the responsibility to take that which you think is for a woman you can't even do it so this co-sharing co-sharing families are co-sharing thing women has a lot of things to do they think they think a hundred things and they do them at a go. A woman can be singing, <laughs> sweeping the house and having the baby on his back and, 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 and making food. Four things which I can't do. So we need to do co-sharing. What I'm saying is if when you blame people for something, when they give you that thing to do it sometimes, you can do it. How many of you can make meals for their wives? You don't need to answer that. But you need to answer that to yourself. To some point in life, a man should swallow. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for that sh- It's it's uh we, we like to do the shit thing here. Than the shit thing. But let me say swallow. Fine. A man should swallow 
the ego of what will they say when they see me take my wife's responsibility and i quote wife's responsibility you know they 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 are friends men men value their ego so much when a man come with his friends at home he doesn't want his friends he seeing him on a on a kitchen overall and cooking surprise your friends and tell them this is none of your agricultural business <laughs> make them food just invite your men in fact one day surprise your fellow men invite five of them to your house in fact invite when your wife is even there and just tell them relax guys let me make you food you will see the look on their eyes and will tell you how bad we have imitated an ugly belief just go to that kitchen don't go to that when your wife is not there invite them when the baby girl is there and let the baby girl sit on the chair that day and just go to that kitchen and make food and tell make food and bring it on the table and even bring water for them to wash their hands wash even your baby's hands tell the money it's time for lunch can you wash your hands we want to have meals guys karibuni in kiswahili we say that karibuni chakula welcome for the meal let's have a fantastic lunch let them eat until they chew their hands and tell them you have to get rid of this ugly belief you just have to surprise people sometimes tell them this is how things should be done Do you know there are men <laughs> do you know there are men that when their wife goes to clean dishes at the lake and she left boiling food boiling on the fireplace they will never add water or more fire were never necessary in fact they don't even care if the food burns to fire or not all they want is to see the ready meal served on their table some men behave like that that there was a man who even when he's sitting next to that food cooking and the food the smell from that pot shows that the food is burnt <laughs> the man will not bring the pot out of the fireplace never ever he's saying it is not my responsibility and then the worst part is when now this the food has gone to waste and there's no other meal to cook he will start blaming the wife that he wants food which food do you want the food you didn't even prepare the food you went you left to go into waste now you want that food you blame your wife for it that is mediocrity we are talking and i'm saying we have to get rid of blame games if there's something you can change friends change it without looking at much things Don't say it is his or her responsibility to do this and that blah 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 blah. Forget that thing. Whether something you can do just do it swallow the ego. You know I've been in groups, 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 many groups. And I've been a chairman to some group at some point. And you know groups has many things to do. So maybe people didn't want me for the chairmanship. Some people did what with that chairmanship. And this would have whatever their chairmanship would always sit and wait and see how will he do it. All their prayers is why can't there be a mistake? They sit behind and all they do is say where can't there be that mistake? Why can't he make a mistake? 
We are eagerly waiting for people to make mistakes. Maybe because we don't want them or because we don't like the position they are holding. Let me take you to church organization. Uh, in, in my church, I'm an Adventist. In my church, there is where we have an elder. Every year we do elections for the church leadership. Not that this part where there's this elder that's been in office and people say, ah, he has been in office, uh, let's give him a rest, change his arrest. So we say, let's give him a rest and have another elder in. So you bring in another elder. When you bring in another elder, that elder who was never re-elected will be sitting at the back of the church with his shirt, one button open and watching. He will be having a microscope. <laughs> He's not watching for things to do good. He's watching for things to go worse and start blaming. Hey, you think it was easy being an elder? It is hard. And will be celebrating with his, with his fellow. <laughs> I don't want to say this, but let me say it. With his fellow uh, sidelined friends, with his fellow uh, negative-minded people, and they'll be celebrating mistakes. Now, that issue of just saying, that's their responsibility. Let's see if they will do it. It is as worse as something which I will not tell you. <laughs> you know, or, or let's say there's an instance, you've seen an instance where a wife is earning 70% of her husband's, 70% of her husband's income. Like, uh, a wife is paid, let me say, uh, 200,000 Kenyan shillings and the husband is earning 50,000. Friends, some wives would still need their husband to take care of 80% of the house bills, pay fees for the children, get food, pay rent, do almost everything. And a man who is earning 50,000, a wife is earning 200,000. Is it, is, is it not ridiculous? Let's just be honest anyway. Uh, okay, let's be honest here. I want you to understand this. If you're a, a, a woman, a wife listening, I want you to listen to me. It's not ethically, logically right. It's not. It's not. It's being unfair. A good wife would say, honey, uh, we have three children. Uh, John is in form one. Otis is in form three. Uh, Tanisha is in form four. Honey, take care of the one in form one. I'll take one, take out the rest, the two remaining. That is a wife. And you say, babe, I think let's take, I will take the family for vacation this summer, this holiday. That is a wife. Babe, I bought you a car. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think you can do that. But I, I, I feel your heart you can do that. Surprise the man. He's not earning much. He's struggling to survive with the family. You need to help him. It's not his responsibility. In fact, some wives wouldn't want the, the, the husband to buy a, a P private clothes at that rate of employment. It's not being fair. So what I'm saying, let's get rid of this responsibility thing and the issue that it's their responsibility and they have to do that. 
when you think everything is someone else's fault, you will suffer a lot. Yes, when always faults occur and you think it's somebody's, you will suffer so much. This day I've learned to live a free life. Not that I don't care, just live a free life. When things are not right, I solve them to the point I can. When I can't, I say, fine, I can't do this, I can't solve this one. But when I can solve something, I will never place that blame on another person. Even if it's their mistake and I know I can solve it, I will solve it. Live a free life. Be free. Be a free man. Be a free lady. Be a free teacher. A free student. A free doctor. A free, a, a, a free soldier. Just do things when you have to do them. Not because they want you to do them. You know there are people in that they're not told, hey John, can you remove that plate from the floor? They will never do it because they're not told. Because the thing when they're not told, it's not their responsibility. One day I was walking along the road. I was moving from home to the beach. I met a thorn. This thorn, like thorn things that break people on the leg. And assumingly, I say it's not my responsibility to remove that thorn from the road. <laughs> I left it there. When I came that night, I didn't remember there was a thorn on that road and it pricked my leg. I said, oh God, if I'd removed this thorn from me when I was walking on during the daytime, this would have not happened. Now the mistakes you leave for people to solve will one day haunt you. You can write that. You can write that write that note. That every mistake which I can solve, but I leave it for others, will always, not even always, or will one day haunt me. You can write that and read it. When you read it sometime, you will know. Uh, you know, when those these roads that were made in my airline and roads, but those who are making roads forgot to put the bumps. But we can put local bumps, isn't it? Of course, we can put local bumps on roads, just local one, like a community. But we said, since this is not our responsibility, <laughs> this is a responsibility for the government, they should come and put the bumps. They cannot make a road and leave putting on bumps. So we ignored, we became ignorant. When a motorbike stepped on a child and died, we realized we need to put the bumps. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter, but at some point it's funny. It's, it hurts, but at some point it is funny. We waited for somebody to die. It's when we, 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 we realized this is not the responsibility of the government. It's also our responsibility. That is when we put, we placed bombs on roads. We placed bombs. In fact, in a place where there should be two, we placed three. <laughs> the day that thing will do you harm, you will know it is not any other person's responsibility. Maybe it is my responsibility too. That day is when you will work on it. Do people think, you think it's always people's responsibility to do this and that? No. Sometimes it is also your responsibility. How sweet can relationship be 
if we forgot the blame game. Let me tell you how sweet it is. Sunshine will be real as the horizon will get clear. Beauty becomes perfect when the heart gets genuine for purity. Adoration becomes a delight as the trees calm and the waves drain. As the rain drizzles, love dimples shower. Affection becomes real because we shall peep beyond our boundary. When you forgo blames a relationship, that is how beautiful relationships will be. Limited to the next part. Personal success. And I want to underline the word personal. That word personal means success you own it. Possessive. You are possessing it. My English teacher used to teach me about possessive possessive nouns. I don't have possessive nouns. But let me just say possessive. I don't remember that term well. But you are possessing it. Now what about a personal personal success? Now let me ask you. Who would you go for? The one who does something right or the one silent and complainant? There are two people. The one who do this one we silent and they complain. Which one would you prefer? I don't know. Let me give you a story. Three pastors got together for coffee one day and found all their churches had been had bad infest infections like infestation problems there were bats let me use simple term there were bats in that house in their churches i got so mad said the first pastor i took a shotgun and fired at them it made us in the ceiling but did nothing to the bats <laughs> so the pastor that pastor took a gun and, and, and shot the bats but the bats didn't even die instead he shot his roof and his ceiling and now he had to use money to repair the ceiling again but the worst part the bats did not go the bats didn't go they stayed in the church but listen to the next pastor he said i tried trapping them alive <laughs> are you trapped bats alive we trapped them alive and what happened i drove them 550 miles before releasing them but they beat me back to the church so this pastor took the bats trapped them placed them in, in i don't know what he placed them in and took them far away 50 miles but when he, when he came back to the church the next day the bats were back the bats were back to the church it's crazy isn't it crazy and the bats were back to the church but listen to the third pastor he said i haven't had any more problems with bats <laughs> what did he do uh, before i give you an answer what do you think this pastor this pastor did what did he do hmm think i know you are thinking i don't know if your answer is is really what i'm thinking also what did this pastor do he didn't have any more bats with him he had a bad before but i don't know what he did that he didn't have bats again he said i have not had any problems but let me tell you what the pastor did they also asked him now you uniformly what did you do Actually, the others are amazed. The pastor said, "I simply baptized and confirmed them." <laughs> and I haven't seen them since. It's crazy, isn't it? Are you listening to that? Like I want you to close your brain and open your heart. Listen to that statement. The last one. He's saying, "I 
I baptized them and confirmed them and I've never seen them anymore. He baptized the birds. <laughs> that is crazy. How do you baptize the birds? Oh no. No, I want to get the point. This is what I want you to know. That question, that question, what did you do? That question is very important. What did you do? Or what do you do? Or what are you going to do? That question should always trickle through our hearts. Are you going to blame the birds and shoot them? Or are you going to throw them away? I don't know what you're going to do, but I will tell you what you should do. I'm asking you. Are you going to blame those birds and start shooting them? Or are you going to throw them away? What are you going to do with the mistakes in your life? You need to ask yourself, what are you going to do? You're going to blame people? You're going to ignore them? I don't know. But let me say, some mistakes can't be fired. Buy a gun, neither can they be sent off. Some mistakes, you can't just fire them with a gun or just throw them away. You will destroy your, your ceiling. It's very expensive to put uh, ceiling on, 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 on a roof. It takes a lot of cash, isn't it? Does it? It does. Of course you know that. At times you must learn to baptize those mistakes and make them better. Just baptize your mistakes. Baptize them. <laughs> you know, you baptize the mistakes. You don't know how to baptize mistakes. You can baptize mistakes and then just change them. Baptize them means uh, building them better. Building them better. One time, I had a brother. I loved him so much. We had a land quarrel issue with our family, with our uncle. Because they were selling one land that had meant a lot for us. It wasn't just anything, but it meant so much to us, so much. It was a traditional land. It was a land we shared with a friend. And it reminded us of a big bond. That time. So this friend, so this my uncle and the family, they joined together to sell the land was so annoyed and angry that I said God this is really paining so my brother was doing his KCSE exams he's very furious a very furious brother and he's always very cautious and he doesn't take things for granted so I told him bro let's chill let's forget this never happened let's baptize the mistake and move on my brother said I'm not going to baptize this mistake <laughs> <laughs> this will have to learn. They have to bring back that land. So he decided to go to the ministry, to the the labor and the lands people. But I had to call him and tell him, stop it, bro. There's something serious you have to focus on. Your exams. If you don't focus on your exams, you're not going to blame people who sold the land. You're not going to blame the time you spent on still fighting for things fighting for a land that maybe we will never get back. I told him you have to baptize that mistake and concentrate on what you need to do that is important. And he understood, he said, bro, you're right. We really have to change that. Sometimes you don't have to act on things with power, with strength. Sometimes you have to act with your heart. Baptize mistakes. When, when you face things with anger, 
you can do it a better man is never angry a man never acts rightly when he's angry you come yourself and you become sober and think of a solution a permanent one so baptize some mistakes you just have to baptize some mistakes friends please don't blame the bats being in your church they will always be there baptize them and they won't make life hard for your worship <laughs> there's something i've always told people in my speaking engagements i told them that you know jesus did not just have christians as disciples <laughs> that's funny jesus did not just have christians as disciples i want to understand that statement well jesus even had betrayers betrayers yeah he did Jesus had people like Peter and John, Peter and, and Judas. Peter even caught a man here, which was a very evil act. Baptized mistakes. But they when Jesus was being arrested that day and Peter thought the only thing to do is to cut this man here, Jesus was trying to tell him no. You have to baptize the mistake. Jesus takes back the ear of this man and blessed for him. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the ear of an enemy and gets his back and says, my friend, this is your ear. But even if he, he, and Jesus did that, but the master still didn't forgive him. He still, in fact, he still held him <laughs> to the cross. So even if you solve, if you help people solve mistakes, sometimes they are still not going to love you. Just back to the mistakes. It may not be right, but at least you shall have had a free mind. A free mind. of existence when you want to be successful you must dream what makes you fail you must change it by rebuilding it to a new picture friends blaming others takes time and energy away from improving yourself and you need to to man up and take the responsibility of doing what is right Let me take the last part so we 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 conclude this you are them you are them you are them very interesting eric thomas says stop the blame game stop stop looking out the window and look inside the mirror think Why do you look outside the window? For what? And why do I want you to look inside the mirror? Friends, outside the window exist others, but within the mirror exist you. So instead of looking outside the window for others, look in that mirror and you'll see you. You either take it head on within the mirror and succeed or look outside the window and fail. Does it matter? Of course it does. When you blame others either either the others of mortality or immortality i mean when you blame others who live who we can see or you blame the most powerful being god you give up your power to change you throw in the towel to work it through you dip yourself in the waters of no return you fail to rise up that's what happens when you blame people until you stop blaming and become who you are you'll never ever make a step forward 
Blaming them means you are weak to work it out. Friends, blaming others is like blaming nature over the climate. Stop the blame game. Be a man and own up. Own it when it's good or worse. Because when it's worse and you own it, you can change it. What's that's the secret? Don't blame anyone. What you must do is to just say the word. Something is wrong in your life, so it's yours. I've met students who think it's it's their teachers are responsible to make sure they study and pass their exams. Your teachers will only share the success with you, but will never be part of the other side of the story. You know the other side, the failing part. One thing you must all understand that when your father shot a gun of million people, you know the gun of the million people. He never he was never there to ensure you finished the race. Your father shot a gun and he left the gun to flow. You 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 can't control a moving piston. When you shoot a gun you must be clear you, you you are shooting the right thing. When you shoot a gun the piston is gone. You can't control it. You can't control a moving stone. So when your father whoever is listening shot a gun he had no power to control the movement of that gun. He had no power to ensure you finish the race. He had no power to increase your sprint so that you could reach the offer. You had to run your own race. You had to move it yourself. You did it alone. Friends, you did it alone. When no one was seeing, within the dark womb, you were able to conquer a million people. But why now? Why the blame game? Maybe I would say, did you run with blind people? Where? Why? Where? Or did you run with blind people where you were the only person with eyes? If not, then I think you can handle your your mistakes without placing the blame on others. Friends, I want to leave you with a statement that I want you to repeat after me. These words are from a friend called Lance Wobbles. He says, "From this moment forward, I stop the blame game and excuses. I am responsible for my life and for where I am today. I cannot blame the people and the circumstances in my past." and i refuse to hide behind my past mistakes i repeat from this moment forward i stop the blame game and excuses i am responsible for my life and for where i am today i cannot blame the people and the circumstances in my past and i refuse to hide behind my past and that is very important i want you to know this I want you to get rid of this statement. His fault, her fault, their fault, not me. That should not be your statement. I repeat, never say his fault, her fault, their fault, not me. Just say my fault and I'm going to make it right. Till we meet again next time. Bye.